<laughs> Good morning, Christopher. Good morning, James. How you doing? What are you doing? Come on. What do you start talking? All right, right, right. Okay, so about two weeks ago, I'm over with John Fitzsimmons, our magician friend. Right. And he says, hey, you always go to the comedy stores. One of the comedy stores you go to, which is actually called JP Comics, down in Gilbert. There's a little plug. I don't know why I did that. Anyways, <laughs> he says they need a video guy. And uh, if you want to go down and videotape some comedians, you should do it. And I'm thinking, uh, is there any money in it for, in it for me? <laughs> and he's all, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And so I talked to the owner. Um, and the guy by the name of Jim Perry lets, lets me do this. And I'm thinking, this is great for me because I like going to comedy stores and comedy clubs. And now I'm going to, I'm not making a lot of money, but you know, I'll make a little bit of money and get paid to watch shows. Yay for me. Um, Can you hear your laughter in the recording? Well, like, I is, is that, is that, is that all you hear is Chris Ha 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 question. Ha. What's that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. So anyways, well, you only heard it on the good comedians. <laughs> so if you heard my laughter. You know what? You should record that laugh and dub it over the bad ones too to make them feel better. And it's like, oh yeah, people are laughing. This is a great recording. It shows how awesome I am. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of funny because that is, I don't want to give away my, all my trade secrets, but I did put, I don't, I don't want to say I put a laugh track in, but some of the comedians that deserve a laugh and, and sometimes you just get a good audience or a bad audience. So you get a good audience and they laugh the joke off like in the first set. Then the same comedian comes out two hours later, does the exact same joke. And then it just flops because the crowd's like sleeping. Oh. So, um, yeah. So if there's a good joke and it deserved a laugh, I'll, I'll put a little. <laughs> I know, oh, okay. So you're, you, you decide you're the, the decider. No, no. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. you. Anyway, you. So. Who made you? Who who died and made you comic god? <laughs> nobody, nobody. Okay, so I go there and I tell everybody, hey, look at I can shoot your video if you want, and you can give me a little cash. And anyways, I figured I'd get two or three. I had no idea that almost every comic was going to give me money for a video. How many were there that night? Y- well, yes, that night. Um, so for each set, there was ten. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I think. One was 12, but what are they, between 10 and 12 comics during that night, two sets or um, one earlier that started at seven, one that started later at night. Anyways, almost everybody wanted one. And then I get done with this gig and then I go home and I'm like, how am I possibly going to edit all these? And I promised them two or three days. So I'm like up all day, all night for two days because I did it two days. So that's, you know, 20. You comics. still didn't answer my question. Oh, finally. Yeah. 20, you had 20 comics. You had 20 recordings. Had 20, 20 comics. Or maybe it was nice. You have children. Remember, but it was a lot. Make them do it. But the problem is I what? couldn't upload on the internet fast enough. So I edit, post it, and then I'm editing the next one, post it. Next thing I know, I'm not kidding you. It said on some of these 48 hours between after it started. And then, of course, um, I used Google Drive for this, and I know I shouldn't have, but... After a while, Google Drive says, nope. And then you have to figure out what was uploaded, what was not uploaded. I don't even know what you're thinking. You know you have a bumpkin country connection. Just drive down here, sit outside my house, and use my terabit, (laughs) I'm sorry, gigabit. I was tempted to call somebody. Just do it. I should have. You don't even have to say hello. Just pull into the driveway and use the internet. So, I don't know if you- Be like Amazon. I I said- like 48 hours waiting. Well, I promised these people like two to two days. Right. I heard right? you. Yeah. 
So we're going on like day four and people are starting to text me. I go, oh, I'm so sorry. I should have it the next day. Well, my kids were off for a day and then my internet was extra slow. Anyways, I couldn't get this stuff uploaded fast enough. Next thing I know, I got people complaining and I'm feeling so bad, but I literally have it done. I, and it, I, I wish I had time to literally drive them down to their house and go, here, have it. Just do whatever you need with it. Comedians need to see their videos so they can figure out what works and what doesn't work for the next show. And I wanted to make sure I got it before Friday. Anyways, I ended up giving it to all of them before Friday, which was fine. But one of them was very upset that I didn't, I didn't keep and honor my two-day turnaround. <clears throat> and, and he actually was three days, but fine. Okay. So he asked for his money back. And do you know what I said? What did you say? Yes. Yeah, I, I promised. And I also gave him the video. I gave him the video. Gave him, I'm not really quick with Venmo. It was, I've used it for the first time that week. I, I, my oh, wife you are does. so old. I know. My wife does it. So anyway, so I'm downloading this stuff. And then I don't know if you know, when you get Venmo going, you have to wait for 24 hours. So, Well, it depends on what part of Venmo you're using. I think it, you can use it immediately, but you can't use it immediately because you have to connect it to a bank account. And then that can take some time. It can take actually up to three days. Oh, well, it took me 24 hours. So now, now I'm a day late. And a dollar video. short. And, and now I re- tell him I'm going to reimburse it. I'm not quite sure how it works. He says, what's my handle? I can't figure out how to use my handle, reimbursed him. He made a mistake, which is fine. Totally confused me. Figured out. I know how Venmo works now. So I realized I have to have my handle. So he finally asked me for the next day for my handle. Finally got, anyways, two days later, I finally get Venmo going properly. And then I finally give him his, you know, his, his refund. His refund. Uh, he still was not happy. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Excuse me? What, Anyway, so I thought- What does he want? I wanted to hear his side of the story, you know, why why he despised me. Everybody who- Well, I understand. <laughs> I mean, A, you got his I product think- late, and B, the the promised refund uh, came late as well. It's like Mr. Late. I am Mr. Late. But if you get both the refund and the product, uh, at that point, even if it's late, I think maybe you can lay off a little. And- I have to tell you, if you're a decent human being, the, the, but he's a comic, so obviously that's the not on the table. Lighting in this club is bleak. It's just bright lights right in front of the comic. No backlighting. It's terrible. I looked at other people that shot there, and by far, I have the best video I've saw. Oh, I've of course, seen. Of course, you do. But I do a little extra things. So, like, I do color correction. I do. I do a, a card at the beginning with their name and who they are. I research their name. If they have anything they're pushing, I'll put that at the beginning of the card. And I'll also do an end credit for them. Nothing of my credit is on there. Is this an ad for your video shooting? No, it's not. But my, <laughs> my point is, is that. Because I buy it. <laughs> Tell you what, Christopher, I will pay you to video record our. I don't want to do this ever again. Uh, I do want to go to the show for free. And yeah. Yeah. Have someone pay me. Now that sounds good. Oh, man. I'm not saying I'm cheap. Well, you have to be a critic then. <laughs> anyway. So. Um, so here's what I did. <laughs> So a couple of days ago, I texted him and I said, why don't you come on our show? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. And we give him the wrong day and time. That would be good and somewhat humorous, except it would be your house. <laughs> so well, no, the wrong day and time at the wrong place. <laughs> All right. But what would I yeah, say? Yeah, you know, put him on me. You know, put him on my back too. That's what I want. <laughs> well, we usually do this. Oh, my God. In person ones at my house when we have guests. We usually do them. Not always. Anyways. Yeah, so, sometimes your place, sometimes here. Can you guess what happened when I texted him? 
About what? About coming on our show? Yeah. Uh, he said yes. No, <laughs> Why would he nothing. Say? It was dead. Oh, nothing? Dead. Well, that seems rude. Oh, you know these kids these days. How, was he, how old is he? Like 20? You know, I couldn't tell his age. He looked... He, well, Kids don't very, really... He looked like a short guy. Okay. I mean, he looked like a short guy or well, he was stage, a short guy? I, when I walked up to him, I couldn't really remember because there's so many people around, but he's a smaller guy. I would say maybe 5'2". Small guy. Well, then why isn't he responding to me? I mean, you can kick his ass. <laughs> I think I think he thinks I was insincere about his show. After the show, I went up to him and I said, that was hilarious. That was so good. And I don't, I think he thought I was just being insincere. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't. I was being totally sincere. sincere. Totally sincere. Totally. Completely. Completely. It, the, the reason I thought it was so funny, because I'd seen so many comics over the years, and this was the first time I ever saw anybody do like a Victorian like Shakespeare bit. And it was funny. It was, I mean. Really? I, well, I guess in college you'd get these jokers, you know. You, well, no, I, I'm sure but, I've seen, uh, well, actually I was about to say, I'm sure there must be some jokes out there about Shakespeare. And I just remembered Eddie Murphy had a bit about it. I think it was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he's a current guy. <laughs> no, oh, I'm well, saying say you said no one, you, you said no one's ever done Shakespeare. Oh, I or should you, say that. I know. I, no, one, <laughs> no one does it anymore. I don't know. I, I haven't heard any Victorian jokes in a long time. Anyways, um, oops, a pound so, Well, that's because you're old and Victorian times were a long time ago. So we leave things in the past after we're done with them. Oh, I don't know. Still, people still bring up Hitler jokes constantly. Oh, he's a funny guy. Yeah. All right. Um, I need, I'm having iced coffee today. So I, let's, let's yeah, that's not my fault. That, we'll you right can't back. lay that on me. Okay. Let's get some ice okay. for my coffee. We'll be right back. <laughs> You've been in your house so long, you don't even remember what the sun looked like. But you ain't ready to leave those four walls. But you're sure tired of looking at that dim floor. It's ugly. And you want something a little more interesting. Well, you should check out Go-Rages when you want an outrageous floor. We got all kinds of fun patterns like, like flying monkeys. And some of my favorite, paisleys and bubblegum balls. We got pizza floor. Brody, if you like it. If you're still learning how to read, we got alphabet floor. And that ain't spilled soup. We got covered wagons with horses. We got grapefruit and green grass. Fire trucks and fireflies. We got chickens for your kitchen. Heck, we got a floor to look like you're floating in outer space, staring at a big old Saturn and even possibly Uranus. Keep your mind clean and come on down and go rages for some go outrageous flooring. That's G-O-R-A-G-E-O-U-S dot com. See you soon. Pause, save, continue. So uh, this morning, James. Yes. Well, are we done with, uh, what was, do you want, do you want to name this guy that you were talking about? Oh, should I? I don't know. It's up to you, man. Well, Why he's not? not very happy with Why me. the hell not? Okay. The guy's name is Gavin Bloom. Gavin Bloom. But here's the funny thing. Oh my God. That Here's is not that is not a name me. I would go on the stage on stage with. I kept calling him. Yeah, so I kept saying Galvin. I Galvin? called him Galvin like twice. Like Galvin Parkway? He finally, he finally corrected me. Why would you call me. him Galvin? That's not even a name. I don't know. I thought I saw an L. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Did you kick his mom too? I mean, what else do <laughs> you want to do to this guy? I you know, 
the thing is, if I, he does come on our show, he's going to have to go through a metal detector. I first. really feel like I've wronged him. <laughs> it sounds like you've wronged him three times. People mispronounce my name all the time, who, my last who, name. How do they mispronounce Furman? Well, no one ever pronounced my name correctly until OJ. I've told you this story. I don't Mark know how Furman I, came out on yeah, the yeah, stage yeah, 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 yeah. and everybody got my name right. Previous to that, for probably 15, oh gosh, I was older then, so it must have been 18 years, everybody called me Freeman. Freeman? uh, uh, The Jewish name Freeman is very common, and Furman is very uncommon, and so it always was called Freeman. Hey, Freeman this, Freeman that. that. I think they were messing with you. Maybe. People could only see two E's and not one E. I'm dyslexic, dyslexic, and I never had a problem with it. There's only one E. Yeah, but you met me after Mark. Okay, that doesn't matter. I can still read. Well, let's just say this. As soon as people started getting my name right, then they got my first name wrong. So a lot, a, a certain group, a certain demographic consistently certain, would call me Mark. A certain? A certain, consistent. I never got offended by it because I get it. I totally get it. Uh, You're dancing around a point that, here. You're dancing around a point here. I am dancing around a point. My point is this. People talk with the way they feel not always with what they actually mean. And so I think they get things confused sometimes. And so I just let it slide. I just think you're very sensitive about your name. Perhaps I am. <laughs> when you have a name like Furman. Yeah. The butt jokes, fur butt. What? Fur woman. What? Fur anything anybody could think of. That's what I grew up with. It was fur this or fur that right. constantly. Yeah, kids make fun of other kids. You know, yeah, know. were you supposed to be immune for that to, for some reason? No, but you, you know, I don't, I don't get offended yeah, when people you're mispronounce my name. I never correct them. I never correct people. You sound a little. You sound like you get a, a sen- you're sensitive about it. It's a <laughs> sensitive to pull subject. Out of here, that's not there. <laughs> you're the one talking about it. <laughs> All right. So this morning, I was on Twitter, and can I just um, say one last thing? Yeah, I I did remember your name because of Mark Furman. You did? Oh my God. I can't believe you admitted that. I'm terrible with names. (laughs) And so it was like any hook I can find, I put a hook on it. So you get it. I get part of it. I don't even look like a cop. Um, Depends on the lighting. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe I do now. Also, you know, the cops I hang around with are different than probably normal cops. Um I mean, most cops are pretty high and tight. You know, the funny thing about Mark Furman was that Fox News had him on as a contributing editor. Yeah, they started picking him up. I don't know why. Because they're nutballs. Absolute nutballs. I don't get it. They they must have felt that he was wronged. (laughs) I mean, that is hysterical. I don't get why. (laughs) That's the funniest thing. So, yeah, Mark Furman was wronged. He blew the case. He blew the case. There's reasonable reasonable suspicion that he dropped evidence on purpose because he had a gut feeling because oh, yeah. <laughs> that's enough <laughs> I don't want to rehash the uh, hey let's do a blow by blow on the Simpson trial <laughs> no okay I'm sorry we should move on now you were talking about Twitter oh I was oh geez um, so this morning okay I do I'm a big Twitter guy it's and, and you hate it. It's so funny. I, it's a love it's hate. It's so You're funny. Right. I hate it, but I can't stop going on it. And here's what it is. Normally when they have breaking news on the side, they have trends or breaking news on the side. And what they'll do, it's usually like little teeny lines of three. Like, And maybe each line has like four words. 
never have I seen five to six lines written. And today, Twitter decided to beat up somebody. Do you know who that was? Uh, was it was it Mark Furman or was it Christopher Furman? <laughs> was it A. Furman? No, I actually wouldn't have mind that. I have thick skin. Of course you wouldn't be mind if Twitter is beating you up. You'd be the most, uh, most attention you've ever gotten. <laughs> well, you're right about that. I thought this was a gal that you knew from the office, but I guess you don't. It, Why do you it, say that? You don't know who I know. Ellie Kemper, the redhead from the office. I, I don't know that name, but who did she play? So she was like Pam's replacement. Oh, um, Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy the unbreakable Schmidt. Kimmy. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Heck yeah. Okay. Wait, so, what now? So 19 years ago, she won a beauty pageant, which really? she's a beautiful girl, but beauty yeah, pageant but is not a little traditionally. I, I didn't think for her. I didn't think that she was traditionally. I mean, she's attractive, she's but cute. she's cute. Yeah, definitely super cute. She's got a cuteness about her and it, it personally comes oh, out yeah. on her facial expressions. Very yeah. much so. But beauty, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so she wins weird. a beauty pageant and here's the crazy thing. It's for a very, very wealthy elite. I guess she comes from a wealthy family. Well, excuse and me. What? Now, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. But what is for it? This is, they're only, they're only judging beautiful, rich girls. I think it's one of those pageants where you have to be a member of some kind of organization. It's for the hotty toddy, rich and wealthy type people. That sounds really weird, man. It is weird. This kind of stuff happens all the time though. But here's the thing. I, there are members of this organization that are KKK. Did I say that three times? K, K, K. Yeah, you did. What do you mean? What members of the organization that put on the pageant? Right. And so because she won, she all of a sudden is affiliated with the KKK. 19 years. has her. 19 years ago. No, she, 22 years ago. She was 19. You just said 19 years ago. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. She's 19 <laughs> You're just trying ago. to confuse me now. I am trying to confuse She was 19 and <sighs> about, anyways, it was 2019. She was 2019 that was, and that she was, was 19. That was two years ago. <laughs> do you even know? Was it KKK or MMM? Who do you do? What do you? I'm saying. All right. Anyway, it's just it's just a mini stroke. It will pass. I said 1999. Okay, so it was 1999, <laughs> not 2019. I got this all confused. Was it 1919? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> she looks good. All right, I'm gonna start for all being 100 years old. It was 1999, and Ooh. she was 19. There's a lot of nines there. Yes. Turn it upside down. It's very sadistic. Anyways, what? <laughs> I think the six 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 was a mistranslation, by the way, but I don't remember. Anyway, so okay. so this is this is like ten so twenty. This is twenty years there ago. There is this mad crazy thing to attack her. Somebody who must because she has wealthy family, very connected. All of a sudden, about an hour and a half after she is the top evil person on the planet from Twitter, because you know how they like to Hitler, throw stones. Yeah. yeah, I always thought she had a little Hitler. Somebody decided to squash it, and she literally disappears off the trend. I could not find it. This is how social media works. If you know somebody, oh come on! If you know somebody, you can get things fixed. <laughs> yeah, if, I couldn't if your even circle, find it over. Uh, I couldn't even find it a few minutes ago when I was trying to pull it up so I could show you. If your circle of friends is a bunch of algorithms, then you can do whatever you no, want. No, no, come on, there's no way to take something that's trending from. So she started trending about five thirty in the morning to about six thirty. You morning. are on Twitter way too much. I, whenever I wake up, I go on, and I've been up since four this morning. And you know what? These I, I I'm not saying that someone didn't pull a lever, but why would they? I don't know. It's so <laughs> weird. But she must be connected. Is she part of the Rothschild family? Is that what we're getting at? But they wouldn't be part of the KKK. That I doesn't make any the sense. Roth family that doesn't make any sense no, because it'd be KKK. Now, would they, why would they be associated <laughs> with them? I don't know. 
I don't know why I'm yelling at you. I just made the accusation. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter Twitter is is messed up and twisted. Twitter, did you see this? Twitter is trying to start a weather service. (laughs) Okay, this used to have weather. I picked this up because I know you have a thing for Twitter, and you you think it's trying to turn itself into a newspaper. And based on news like this, it's kind of hard to disagree with it, but. I, I was like kind of blown away. What the hell is Twitter trying to do starting a news service, uh, a weather service? Because like you said, they're, they're turning into, they are a news outlet. They need to be answered to the oh FCC, boy. just like all the other news outlets. But they're on, they're on the internet, Christopher. So they don't have to do anything with the FCC. The internet is the perfect shield for everyone. Oh my God. If Hitler, if Hitler were alive today, he'd be on the internet <laughs> and no one would touch him. <laughs> and he would be, he would have started a company called Facebook. <laughs> Boy, that was. <laughs> well, Twitter and Facebook are looking almost the same to me, except Facebook is still gruelingly slow, and I, I Twitter still is fast. I still can't. Um, I, I I think there's a curation aspect to Twitter, as far as my own personal curation. I seem to be able to curate Twitter more than Facebook. I don't go on Facebook because it just shoves crap in my face. It's hard to look at. And it's slow, as you said. Painfully slow. You have fast internet, and you're telling me it's slow? Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's not slow because of the internet. It's slow because it, it takes a lot. It's taking huge amounts of resources. Yeah, it's My like, resources, because it's all JavaScript, so it's all running MISA on, on my computer. Well, I read this thing that uh, just two days ago on Twitter, and it's the same on Facebook, and that is when you sign up with them you they have the right to go through your history and give you ads based on previous searches it says that in yeah. there how is this new is this, this is news well, to you i'm just saying is that they're literally going through your history so one of the i mean if you are not erasing your history daily that's one of the reasons why <laughs> well no no everything's wait, so wait, slow. You're, are you hang on a second are you saying they're accessing your your browser history yeah i do i, erase I don't it. know if they can do that and i don't know if well, that's not as important as just track. They, they they don't need to look at your your actual browser history because they can identify. They already identify you individually as you're browsing from site to site. It's crazy. And they have you connected. They have you connected. You know when you're browsing on your computer, and the same, and they know when you're on your phone or on your tablet, or if you're at the airport or where. So you're looking at your browser history. A, I don't think they're doing that. But B, it doesn't even matter if they are. But Facebook's oh yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, we know there's a lot of false information uh, campaigns in the world. I, I just saw it. It, it, was, it was a little bit shocking to see it today, the numbers on it. It says 38% of the misinformation campaigns are targeted at the United States. 28% of them originate from Russia. Uh, another very high percentage, I don't remember what it was, but uh, orig- originate from Iran. So our two main enemies, Iran and Russia, are putting out most of the disinformation campaigns and we are on the receiving end of most of the disinformation campaigns. So I'm just wondering if we are fighting a war that we don't realize we're fighting. And I, I think we do know. It's 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 like the Cold we know, War is all brought back again. We know, but I, I don't know how cognizant are we, are really are we of it. Well, I, I you, honestly, would, you would think there would be more action on the federal level to try to quash some of this, or at least, you know, dig into it and see what's going on there. I... I, I no, this sounds terrible to a lot of people, but it's it's truly how I feel. I I feel like a lot of the burning of the cities in the United States in the last year, that is directly related to an invasion from outside countries. I do not believe, well, I do believe people believe it now, but when that first came out, the whole Black Lives Matters thing and the whole Atifa and all that, there were some people that were definitely trying to get that movement going. And I think outside sources 
fanned that fire and literally burned the city. Well, it down. wasn't just on that side, and they didn't burn the cities down. They just they just knock out some windows every couple of days. What are you talking about? They were literally fires. Yeah, there were fires, but they didn't burn the city down. That's that that is an exaggeration. There's a wild exaggeration. So they burn I was the city talking down. to a police officer Saturday. In those towns where those were, let's talk, let's just talk about Portland. Okay. Those areas where they finally said it's too violent, murders have gone up eight hundred percent. Well, you're in jumping the last from you're months. jumping from fires to murders. Okay, uh, <laughs> you think you're getting a little off off topic here? No, this, this, my point is is that I think there is a cold war and we've already been attacked. Yeah, well, that, that's my that's my proposition. Uh, how deep are we in it, and are we even defending ourselves? And, and it, there are absolutely doc- documented cases of outside forces, outside, and I'm talking about specifically Russian uh, intelligent agencies, who have taken on the uh, monikers of both left and right wing activists to literally set up protests. This happened in Texas a couple of years ago, where they they um, they were on both sides. They 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 were trying to fan the, the fire to get people actually out on the street, so that the right wing and the left wing would show up at a specific time and a specific place and fight each other. Well, when you, I know this is going to sound, I'm going to sound like an old fart professor, but listen, if you study history and you look at the fall of Rome, it fell from the inside out, not from the outside. Well, there was no major invasion that took them down until well after they had collapsed from the center. There there is, it's it's a complicated moving target, but there is a lot of external pressure on on Rome. And of course, it's once it's split split into two, it's split, it's split, yes, but. All countries have external problems, but yep. when the center falls apart, yeah. there's nothing to yeah, hold the walls I, I, up. It was mostly a, a political failure. Their, their, their political class stopped being able to rule. I think that's what's happening now. Let's not talk about that. Really? Well, what the, why? What, what, there's nothing we can do about it and it just, just drags, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, a big downer. depressing. <laughs> I mean, but we I mean, could, we could, I mean, do you want, do you want me to talk about how I, I, I genuinely think there's like a 50% chance that we're going to have a civil war in the next four years? Oh, I think a lot of people believe that. Well, that sucks. <laughs> the, the question is where, where are the line, where's the, where are the lines no, going to be divided? No, Christopher. Yeah. Well, let's, I mean, it's a heavy conversation and it all depends on where the military goes. If the military splits, you know, that's going to no be way, a problem. You think if the, the military is going to split? Well, it, that's not uh, 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 that's an option. They're already doing it with the police. I mean, if the military don't split, if the military comes down on one side or the other, the war's over, and whatever happens happens. Well, it, it, the republic is either maintained or overthrown. I mean, you can't fight. You can't fight the United States government. It just or military. It, it would be over. So we're talking like South America now. In what way? Well, in South America. Whoever controls the military controls um, everything else. To government, a degree, commerce. yeah, but to a degree. But at least in South America, you have a you have an opportunity. There is a you could theoretically create an insurgency to overthrow the government. It it's happened in South America, in By the United States, in the United. Right? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> with a little bit of intervention from say a northerly neighbor, but even so. There is no way that there anybody there would there would be no counterinsurgents that could have any even the slightest bit of impact against the United States military. And let's 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 keep in mind that the United States military is is not the world's superpower. It is the world's mega power. They are so we are so far beyond any other power. No one can even challenge us. We, I, but they do. I always wonder why that is. Why why what is? We, we, our military is pretty much goes nowhere until we've been antagonized. Would you agree with that? Generally speaking. Gen- mm, that's a, no, that's I mean, re- be, mm, that depends on what you consider the military. And say, hey, 
You know, there have been some pretty dark periods in the in United States history. I mean, we kind of well, walked, sure, I guess. walked into uh, Iraq with any real good reason. We kind of walked into a lot of South America surreptitiously through the CIA with arms and whatnot. Also kind of uninvited. So uh, I'm not exactly sure I would call the United States the, the white hat. Oh, no, no. I don't want to say that. Okay. I'm just saying is that. We, okay. I, I think maybe your point is that I could agree with. We could obliterate everyone on the. We could we could dominate. We could create an empire from sea to sea if we want. And we to. don't. And we don't. That scares the rest of the world. I, to I get some that. degree. I always wonder why they don't all just team up against oh, us. Oh, they wouldn't matter. <laughs> I think China's I mean, trying. I mean, well, China is trying. China, China is taking a different tack. They're trying to use soft power. They're trying to uh, accumulate power through soft power. So I there's this guy. And they're doing a good it? job of it. Yeah, because they're smarter. Because they plan, they 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 plan longer, uh, longer term than we do. It's, the it's way our culture is in the United States, a guy was telling me from the, an army guy actually, and he was telling me once, if China would take ships, all their ships, all their military ships, every ship they get a hold of the government, which they can easily do, load them up with lots of people, as many people as they could fit on those boats, dr- take them across the ocean and just drop them off in California. They would completely destroy our economy. <laughs> and theirs. Oh, you think? Of course, their their economy depends on ours. And it would also it would it would it would, it would obviously you're, you're starting you're talking about starting World War Three, not necessarily a nuclear war, but even so, it would you know it would completely change the face of politics and economics. And they would lose. I agree. <laughs> I mean, without that, that's if we allowed them to get here. I don't even know. I mean, you. We would never sink civilian ships filled with civilians. Never. Really? <clears throat> I don't believe. I it. think we would in a heartbeat. I would. Thank God you are not the president. <laughs> Plus, I mean, how many people could they really put on oh, the ships? I mean, people keep bringing up slavery. Look what they did then. Yes, but that was a slow drip. Oh, you think that was a slow drip? Well, it wasn't a slow drip. I mean, but you, you look at the span of the, it was, I don't know, a million people were brought over, I think, eventually. But it wasn't like, they didn't do it in five years. They did no, it over a course of a century. Or 400 years. 400 years, yeah. That's another, peop- that's another thing I think people miss. What's that? Is they keep blaming the United States for slavery. It was the British that brought them over. They were influenced oh, by the Africans. Yeah. We broke what? away from the British. <laughs> and we still brought them in, and half of the country was still completely, it was established on slavery. Right. Are we still bringing them over? <laughs> I believe we are. What? <laughs> what kind of nonsense are you talking just about? Going from the South That's now. too much damned coffee. You know how you have more coffee there. Oh, thank you. Pontiac Fiero. North America's only mid-engine, two-passenger production car. One of the top 10 cars for 2021 says Car and Driver Magazine. Fiero. Fuel-injected economical. Only by Pontiac. Pontiac. Builds excitement. Fiero. All right, enough of this. <laughs> enough so, with international politics. Hey, you know, we are totally experts on this. <laughs> I know more about economic politics than my dog. <laughs> I think. Oh, wait, Cleo, how much do you know about ec- economics and global power structures? So she's, wait, she's asleep. I, I got to tell you this story. So, <clears throat> so yesterday I'm out by the front door and my mailman... Will not give me mail anymore. You're a mail person? 
Okay. Even I'm though sorry. he's a man. Whatever. <laughs> a very big man. Um, I'll just say his name. This guy named Troy. I've known him for years. He's been what was my his regular name? guy. Yeah. I, not, not Gavin? Nope. Nope. Troy. Troy's Troy. his name. Okay. Great guy. Um, but uh, for whatever reason, he hasn't been my regular guy lately. Mm-hmm. And there's been a new guy. And he will not deliver mail to my house if my son's car is too close to the mailbox. Is that the weirdest thing? That's a little weird. Why? I, why? I know. What why? happened to rain, <laughs> sleep, teenage well, car? I, I thought they have to. Uh, isn't, don't they have to? It's not in there. Don't they have to deliver the mail? No. He even gave me a note. I, we will not deliver your mail if you're blocking it. It's not like the car is right in front of it. It's like it's either the tail slightly on it because he's a, he's a teenager or it's the, um, it's barely in the nose or the, the back of the car is on it, but he will not deliver it. Someone's being fussy. Well, the thing is, I think about my friends and when I used to live in California, where you had to literally walk up the driveway, go to the front door and, dr- and a hole was in the door where you dropped the mail. And my guy in my can't day, walk literally three feet. <laughs> in my day, the mailmen were tougher. So yesterday, mail carriers. I saw him come out and I'm like, okay, I want to find out. What's the real reason? I mean, is this guy handicapped? I don't know. What's maybe, you know, I don't know. So I walk up to him. I'm all excited to like confront him. And he goes, package, sir. And he's not the mailman. He looks like a mailman. He's got a U.S. He's delivering Amazon to me. Yeah. No, the the U.S. Postal Service is contracted by Amazon. Amazon And I know that. But the thing is, is that. I think all my packages now are mailman, Amazon man. Okay. Okay, So I'm waiting for them to take a big smile and put it on the (laughs) Eagle. (laughs) It's coming. I hate Amazon, by the way. They are a very creepy company doing creepier things every day. Why do you say that? Uh, This, this blew my freaking mind when I saw this story. It's like no big deal for them. They're about to take over your network, your home network. They're going to take it over and and open it up. So everybody can use it. Wait, wait, what do you mean my network? How are they going to take over my network? Do you have an Amazon echo in your home? I, I do. Well, in about, I think it's 10 days, sometime in the next 10 days, they're going to turn on this little feature that they have built into their hardware that allows them to open your network to your neighbors. So your Echo will open a second network through your net, through your Wi-Fi, right? So that other people in the neighborhood who are on, on the Amazon mesh network can connect the internet through your device. So their Echo, your neighbor's Echo, will be able to connect to your Echo and connect to the internet through your Echo. So if I get rid of my internet, does that mean I get free internet? <laughs> yes. No. Well, here's the thing. It, it, right now, they're saying it's very limited. It's only for like backdoor stuff so Echoes can talk to each other or do- ring doorbells can communicate whatnot or, or for troubleshooting or for things like that. But, you know, once the Pandora's box is open, this is Amazon we're talking about. How long is it going to be before they say, hey, this is working really great. We should start selling internet service. Through other, you know, we should start reselling other people's internet service, which is basically what they're doing without your consent, because this is an opt-in. Well, they're they they're, they're going to turn this on. All this, everyone's echoes and ring doorbells, or in ten days, it's going to they're going to flip the switch and they're all going to be enabled. You don't have a, you can go and disable it, but this is the thing that really galls me is that they're going to turn it on by default. It's not opt-in. <sighs> it's opt-out. And it's okay. So the technical bits of it. They say it's only 80 kilobits per second. That's that's what How much? 80 kilobits, which is very small. But think back to those us old people. We can actually remember that. That was faster than any dial-up that anyone ever had. So if you if you remember AOL, 
and dialing and do, in. Unfortunately, you were capped at like what was it, fifty-two or fifty-five kilobits per second? That was the for some reason fifty-six. Fifty-six. That's right. It was fifty-six. That was the best, fastest modem that ever was, at least commercially available. So this is more than that, and this is not nothing. And like I said, they're not really talking about it that much, and they're going to turn it on. It just drives me nuts that they they have the audacity to do this. This is completely insane. Taking your network and and connecting it to other people's sounds like Russia. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but it, 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 it's, it's like I said, the audacity of it is, is, is astonishing to me. What are you going to do about it, James? Oh, I'm going to turn off. I, I don't have an echo, but both my son and my wife do. And we will be going through the devices and turning it off because I, I what are the, what are the, the security implications of that? You know, security protocols for Wi-Fi have not been that great, especially on around Bluetooth have been kind of sketchy. Like the first the WEP, WEP that we had for our wireless internet uh, security, that was years ago. Uh, years after it was in use, we've been in, it was in use for years before people realized, oh, hey, this, this is really easy to beat. And then we very, we tried desperately to come up with WPA, which replaced it, but there are all kinds of holes. And this is Amazon. This is not a small target. If you could hack that system, it would be well worth everybody's interest in doing that. I'm sorry. I got really white raw. Sounds like a business proposal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Yes. I mean, you could, if you could break into the system, you could create your own ISP as piggybacking through it, or you could, you could break into people's networks and get all their data. You could, you could steal their passwords. You could do whatever you want. Can you look at their video on their uh, doorbells? I would imagine so. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like something I'd be interested in. (laughs) What is my neighbor's visitor doing? Well, okay. But they also (laughs) have indoor, uh, indoor cameras now. Well, some of their devices have indoor cameras and and they have drones that fly around your house now that have cameras on them. Oh, right. So, yeah, I think this is not a small thing. Oh, that's what this is about, though. You just put it together. This is all about those drones. They want to be able to, so those drones can go around and nab everybody's network. I think that's what you're talking about Who knows what it's up to? It's got to be that. I mean, there's so many, there are so many potentials. (laughs) There are so many potentials here. And they're being so blasé about it. it. It blows my mind. Hey, I was coming to your house today. <laughs> Were you? Late. Yes, like usual. I told you, if you want me to be on time, you have to tell me 15 minutes earlier. You were 20 minutes late today. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you what happened. I decided to take a different way to your house. And I'm driving through this neighborhood. There's a street called Palm. Yeah, Palm. It's a big, big, big street here. Yeah. What's cool about Palm is it actually has palms on it. It kind of looks like something you'd see. Like I always feel like it's something you might see like in Saudi Arabia with the. If they're if they're gonna do if they're gonna uh, shoot a fancy film here, a fancy movie where they want they could they could drive down Palm and it would look like Beverly Hills. Well, I've seen photos of Phoenix where they where they show the palm trees Mm -hmm. and you know like a building in the distance, and I'm like, oh, Palm. It's it's very photogenic. Well, anyway, so I'm driving and I look look at this house and I'm like. That's my dad's old house. <laughs> I didn't realize you live right by my dad's old house. Where, where is it? On Palm. Yes, it's on Palm, but Palm goes a little ways. Well, I don't want to give the exact location. <laughs> Why not? You think someone's going to break into your your father's old house? Yeah, Fifteenth. Fifteenth Street in Street. Palm. Fifteenth Street. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not close. that far. Yeah. Anyways, I look at it. And I'm like, oh, I remember that. So my question to you is: When your parents, when they were young. Mm-hmm. Were they one of these people that like, I grew up in that <laughs> house and we had, you know, I had to do the dishes and I had to mow the lawn and every day my dad used to make me walk to school. Did, did your, were your parents like that? They didn't of? make a big deal of it, but my, my mother grew up in a, a well-off family in an apartment in New York. So that was kind of a different thing. But my dad was dirt poor and living in Pennsylvania. 
Did I mean, he ever talk about his he life? Never, not, he doesn't go out of his way. He talks about it once in a while, but he doesn't go out of his way. He doesn't, you know, use it as a cudgel to show how good we have it now. He usually talks about how he's so glad that, you know, he, his big expense when he was a kid, he, he his biggest joy was being able to buy a camera. And in those days, cameras didn't even have viewfinders. So it was a box with one hole in it so that the light could come in. We're not talking about a brownie. Yes, we? we're talking about a brownie. That's so weird. My mom always said the same thing. She was always like, and he would save his money up so he could like develop one roll of film every six yeah. months or something like that. And he, they were so poor, they never. He never even learned how to learn how to ride a bike because they never had one. I think we finally found the first thing we have in common, James. <laughs> well, <laughs> I we're the exact same story from my mom about her brownie. How she we're had to white save privileged males. I mean, <laughs> come on. Are we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. So. Well, I'm mostly white. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm an Italian person of color. When you get a chance, you need to put the picture of the brownie on the. Uh, oh, he, he doesn't have it anymore. But anyway, the point being, he was he was always a photography buff, and eventually, like I don't know, it was maybe 15 years ago, maybe it was 20 years ago, he started collecting old, old Leicas because that's what he was lusting oh, after. Right. He would look at the magazines of these Leicas at the time, which were actually at the, in the 50s. How old is he? Yeah, whatever it was. Uh, they were like 400 bucks, and you know that's astronomical. That he that was like a year's I don't know what it was, but that was completely beyond his grasp. It's like mountain bikes now. It's like a $10,000 mountain bike. That's completely beyond my grasp. But uh, the funny thing was, you know, literally 50 years later, he's looking at the same cameras and they're still $400. So he bought a $400 camera that was, was $400 in 1950. In 2000, he's buying the used, it, it used for $400. So they, they maintain their value, of course, obviously, relatively oh, it's right. gone down. But it was kind of funny. High school, just down the street. And there's one intersection on 12th Street and uh, Virginia, which is in the corner of the high school, and it's a four-way stop. And it's a bit tricky, especially in the mornings with, you know, high school students walking and driving and apparently also cycling. I was coming back from dropping my son off at a different school, came to this intersection, Cars, you know, backed up. Everybody's taking a turn. It's beautiful. Unlike usual, everybody's doing it exactly perfectly. I'm at the, I'm right at the front and I'm waiting for the truck to take the left hand turn in front of me. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this blur coming across the street, right through the intersection. Coyote? It's a cyclist. <laughs> no. And I don't know if I could check more of the stupid boxes than, than on this one. I've never checked more stupid boxes when it comes to cyclists than this one. A, young, so obviously stupid. B, single speed. Okay, whatever, dude. I'm so cool. I have to ride a single speed. C, blowing right through the stop sign. Stoned. I mean, he could have. Stoned. They no, stoned. no, they weren't stoned. Everybody's stoned. And he, he could, he could have, uh, you know, if the truck had made Did his you say turn. High school? It, yes. If the, <laughs> if the truck had made his turn, he would have, he would have plowed right through this kid. Ugh. Here's the thing though. He's, he's flying through the intersection. Doesn't he, he's not looking, he's not looking at anything because he's texting. Stoned. He was stoned, man. He was. Stoned. I don't know why. I don't. Taxing. I don't know why you. I don't know why you bring a stone into it. That has nothing. I'll tell you why. I, I could. That, it was not. It was not uh, something I could perceive. <laughs> it was not something that I think you could do. Why? You, I don't think you'd ride a bike and text while you're stoned. But he's not looking. He's looking at his screen, blowing. Th- it, it was amazing. Right. It was amazing. So maybe he wasn't stoned, and I'm. I'm sorry that happened to you today. <laughs> no, I, I didn't care. I mean, I, you know, I mean, granted, the, the worst thing that could happen was as the truck turned and plowed through him, he probably would have splattered onto my my windshield. I don't know if you remember this because you lived in New York at the time, but this was a pretty common thing in California. People used to just chill out, ignore the whole world, 
and smoke a cigarette while they were dri- while they were riding their bike, like just puffing away. Do you remember these days? That's a California thing. Oh, it was yeah. Oh, oh my God! You go down the beach, people just sm- if you had a beach cruiser, there was a good chance you were smoking. And then I thought for sure when they started changing the laws, so you know you could smoke dope and people ignored it and just smoke in public. I have not seen d- too many dope smoking okay. bicycle people. <laughs> Super. <laughs> I know you're not a dope fiend, but it's funny. <laughs> you sound like one. I mean, the way you laugh? Come on. Where the hell does that you come from? You say I laugh like a hyena. I didn't say a hyena. Hyenas are much more tame when they're laughter. <laughs> your laughter. Your laughter is like a force of nature. All right, James, I'm done with the coffee. Thanks for coming over. Hey, thank you for having me. Hopefully next next time. Hopefully there will be a next time and there won't be a civil war before then. There you go. Bye. Bye. Heatstroke is brought to you by Markers in Motion. If you'd like to contact Heatstroke, go to heatstrokepodcast.com. Don't you see me? Peek-a-boo. Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want yes. is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. Warm. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it's made from pink. brown. Make it hot. Make it hot. Make it very, very hot. Coffee. Life getting you down? Is your head always drooping towards the floor? And then seeing your horrible floor just makes you feel that much worse? What to do? Don't change you. That's too much work. Change your floor instead. Go Rageous Flooring has happy, sunny, exciting, rejuvenating flooring. They make flooring fun again. Woohoo! Go Rageous Flooring. For one you just can't bear to look at your old, horrible floor anymore. You'll be so happy. You won't ever look at your floor again. Whoopee. That's GoRageousFlooring.com. GoRageousFlooring. G-O-R-A.